this is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports, it's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports, where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, everybody? How's it going? Papa Dude, how are you? I haven't been on in a while. It's been a minute. Yeah, I know. I, I just, uh, I don't know how you do it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm a maniac. Well, I always carry you through this one, so you just have to monitor this one. I've been looking forward to this one because I don't have to do much. You're going to do all the talking on this one, right? Sure. You bet. I can well, do this. It, it's, it's been a busy day. We had uh, the Dudes Who Bets uh, Daily show on and uh, uh, at 11, and all those bets get ready to kick off or, or first pitch, uh, either one. If you're playing any of those, it's an action-packed night. A lot going on college football and NFL, and MLB, and also we interviewed Chris Griffin from Parks, the track announcer on the Magic Mike Show, plus did the uh, uh, late pick five from Parks, so that's a really good show uh, because Chris Griffin was great. Then we just did blinkers off, talk Parks, talk Churchill, talk Oklahoma Derby. Now it's time for football with Dudes Who Bet Sports. Are you ready, Papa Dude? Well, yeah, and like say, for those shows, we have to prepare. For this one, we don't have to. This just comes natural to us. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Show number four for me. I'm thinking about doing the halftime show just so I could say I did five in a day. I will. I will. <laughs> well, listen, we got a lot going on. We need to get right to it. We'll jack around at the end of the show like we always do, but we'll get right to it because we do have a game that kicks off here in about 45 minutes. It is the Steelers, the Browns. We talked about it a little bit on the morning show. It's, I mean, it's it's going to be ugly, no question about it. The over and under now at thirty eight. The Browns four and a half point favorites. All right, Papa Dude, what do you think? Well, I think Slim called this the snooze of Palooza, something like <laughs> yes. that. And I totally agree. It is a snooze fest unless you're fans of one of these teams. So, uh, Mike Somich said the wind is supposed to be bad too. Mm-hmm. So this looks like a low-scoring game. I think Cleveland's going to win because I think Pittsburgh's awful. But anyway, in the win, you never know. I would go with the under on this all day long. 38 seems like a lot of points for these guys. It does. It is a very low total, though, so we'll see what happens there on that one. But I'm with you. It seems like it's going to be a, a snooze fest. Uh, the weather is bad. Uh, both quarterbacks are pretty bad. I'm leaning the Browns, and that makes me want to throw up. But <laughs> I feel like two things. Their quarterback is mobile. I think that'll help. Trubisky is not. Mm-hmm. I think the Browns will be able to bottle up the Steelers a little better than the Steelers to the Browns. So I'm going to go Cleveland. I think the Browns are better. They got a better overall team. They should be better. Yeah. Now, and also one of Slim's uh, bets tonight, and I didn't have a chance to say it on the show this morning because we're kind of pressed for time, but he bet Najee Harris under 54 and a half yards tonight for Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. If Najee Harris gets under 54 and a half yards, Cleveland's going to win the game. Yeah. I'll make a question. Yeah. Unless the Browns do Brown things. That's like true. About last week. Well, you know, that's kind of a point I made on the show, though. They got a, they got a gritty win week one. I know the Panthers aren't very good, but it's still going to road and win. It's a good win for them. You bet. They were on their way to a nice 2-0 start. Yes. Until that fell apart. Now, obviously, it did fall apart, but I think that changes our opinion of them coming into this game a little bit. Well, it may be a little unfair. As you said, 
it all evens out. They were very fortunate to win game one and kind of unfortunate to lose game two. Mm-hmm. I think it all evened out because they should never – well, they got to think they're lucky stars. They're not zero and two at yeah. this point. Absolutely. They definitely could have been a 58-yard field goal away from being 0-2. Of course, like Dennis said, six things had to happen that were less than 5 to 10% to lose the last week. So, yeah. you know, it's one of those things. It is. But all right. We're both uh, both uh, really excited for this game tonight. We're not. Um, I have a proposition. We've got a lot of Razorbacks in the chat. Got it. Let's go to college first. This week. All right. We might, not, we might not even get to the NFL then. <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe. Uh, I'm I'll pull it up now. All and right. I'll tell you what. We got a lot of Razorbacks in the chat. We the do. Razorback uh, is in our background. You got it. Let's go to the Razorbacks game first, because I happen to think it's the biggest game of the weekend. Um, it could be because we live close to the campus and we know the excitement. I'm talking about Arkansas, Texas A&M, down in Dallas, uh, in uh, Jerry World. And even though the Hogs are the higher-ranked team, and even though the Hogs are undefeated and Texas A&M lost to Appalachian State, A&M is the favorite in this game. What do you think, Arkansas A&M on Saturday night? I don't really know why they're the favorite. I I I feel like, and I'm not a huge Arkansas fan, but I feel like they get disrespected, maybe because they're Arkansas. I remember their basketball team got so disrespected last year; it was forever before they got into the top mm-hmm. uh, twenty-five, and. Look at what Arkansas's done. They beat Cincinnati, who was a playoff team last year, and Cincinnati's come back to win their next two, and they're pretty good. That's a great win. They beat South Carolina pretty easy. That's an SEC team. Maybe the fact that Missouri State played them off the wall last week, maybe that's got something to do with it. And the fact that A&M beat Miami. But that was not – and that impressive a win for me anyway, because the fact of the matter is AM has no offense. They mm-hmm. do not have any offense, and Arkansas can score. And I like the Hogs in this game, and I liked them before the Missouri State uh, scare that they had. I liked them. It's a huge game in the SEC. It is a huge game because if Arkansas can win this, they kind of knock – Texas A&M back below them, and they might be the second-best team in the SEC West. And, oh, yeah, Alabama comes to Fayetteville next week. So, man, this is this has got major, major implications for the rest of the season. I think Arkansas is a better team than Texas A&M, and I get why Russ has a bad feeling and Shoddy has a bad feeling because you know what could happen next week in your – well, I, your hometown, Shoddy, and, and Russ, I know you live in Arkansas, not Fayetteville, but still, you know what that could be. That could be unbelievable next week if Bama rolls in there undefeated, and you guys are as well. I simply think they're better, looking from a non-fan standpoint, right? I don't hate Arkansas or like Arkansas. I'm, I'm neutral. I watch a lot of their games because you guys are fans of them, and we have family that's fans of them. But they're better than AM. I really think they are, and I don't think they should be the underdogs. I don't need the Razorbacks plus the two here. I can't keep thinking what they did to them last year. They beat the hell out of them last year. Watered them last year at a point in time when they didn't have the confidence that they have now. Mm -hmm. 
they think they're good, and that's half the battle. And I'm a, I'm a little concerned if I was an Arkansas fan. I would be a little concerned about last week. It didn't. It did surprise me that it was close. But what really shocks me, and this would be, and I hate that we got Russ and Shoddy on here. The thing that would scare me the most is they came back and gained control of that game at 17-17 when they were down 17 to nothing, and they didn't put Missouri State away. That's alarming, I think. It is. And it, they exposed them a little bit. I don't know how good the Arkansas defense is. However, A&M hasn't shown any offense. I'm still going Arkansas all the way. That, to me, is the key to the game. The weakness of Arkansas is the, is the pass defense. It's bad. But can A&M expose that? I'm not sure. They've changed quarterbacks. He Max Johnson didn't look much better last week than King. I, I don't know that they can expose it well enough to beat him. And I think that's what the, the key of the game is going to be. Right. I do, too. And, and Russ, I, I feel your pain. I'm the same way about OU. You know, you, you never think about the good things your team can do. Yeah. You always think about the bad things. And I think you've got weapons all over the field on offense. I think it'll be enough to win. I I don't see A&M scoring more than 20, 21 points in this game. I really don't. I'm with Shoddy here on this one. I'm not concerned about last week too much. I mean, it is concerning, but listen, that was a big-time rivalry. A lot of pressure on Arkansas, and nobody's talking about the fact Missouri State is a very good team offensively. They are. They probably were able to expose Arkansas's weaknesses better than A&M will this week because they really have some athletes in the passing game. And nobody is bringing up the fact Arkansas turned it over three times at terrible spots in the on the field going yeah. in to take advantage or to take control of the game yeah. those turnovers swing that uh, swung it and Missouri State didn't turn the ball over once yeah when you get no turnovers and then you have three of your own that's tough. That is hard to overcome yes and give Arkansas some credit for making some big plays to turn that in their advantage they could have lost so that's right I actually think they'll take that game and move forward off of it by the way a little side thought which won't mean to anybody anything that uh, anyone in the chat, Aaron, I don't know if you've seen this or not, but the play-by-play announcer of the Bears, yep. Art Haynes, is in critical condition tonight. Yeah, uh, a legendary uh, radio uh, personality here on the sports world in the Springfield area mm-hmm. and the play-by-play announcer of the Missouri State Bears. Yeah, so it uh, doesn't sound good. Hopefully hopefully we get some uh, better news on that. You know, he's a legend in these parts, and, man, when I saw that, that shocked me. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's got something Julian Gillian's bar syndrome or something, which is a very strange thing. Uh, I, I was reading a lot about it a while ago. The recovery, you can recover from it if you get to it in time. So hopefully he can, he can beat it. I know the symptoms started kind of right before that game last week. Mm-hmm. And I think they really escalated over the weekend. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully that works out. Like I said, a, a legend only, I say only, I mean, 66 years old, that's not that old. So, um, yeah, hopefully hopefully that works out. I, I saw that as well. So He's on the, he's on the Chiefs broadcast, too. He does. Yeah, that. he also does, uh, like, the halftime show, the Chiefs halftime show, and the scoreboard rundown. He does that as well. Yeah, yeah so. so we're all pulling for you. Yeah, all, right. all, all pulling for Art Haynes, and hopefully, yeah. hopefully we get better news on that. You bet. You know, 
by the next show. So, all right, let's move on. We're both on the Razorbacks. I don't know if that's good or bad, Shadi and, and Russ, but uh, that's uh, we'll see. Uh, yeah, this is a problem. OU plays at 7 o'clock, and you guys are at 6, so I'll have my phone on, and hopefully the, the Wi-Fi is good enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We won't be able to keep up with it too much. That's for no. sure. All right, let's go on. OU and Kansas State. That's game will be at 7 o'clock on Fox. Another night game. Really cool atmosphere uh, last, uh, well, it would be two weeks ago against Kent State at night. Got to think this is even going to be better. OU 12.5 point favorite. Uh, I have to think that number went up when Kansas State lost to Tulane at home. What do you think of the Wildcats coming into Norman? Well, you know, some of the Lester's off the game since Tulane beat Kansas State in Manhattan uh, last week. But Two of the last three times the Wildcats have come to Norman, they've left with a victory. So they're a scary team. However, we got a new coaching regime, and the old coaching regime could not defend Kansas State. It's going to be really interesting to see. This is where we might begin to see the difference in the two staffs on the defensive side because Kansas State did whatever they wanted to. The last four or five times we've played them. Right? They've scored in the 30s. They've done whatever they wanted to do. Yep. We have not had an answer for them. No. And it'll be interesting to see how we defend them. I watched a lot of uh, the game, second half of that game last week with Tulane, and Kansas State looked awful on offense. Martinez could not throw the ball. Tulane stopped them. They just stopped them. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see what happens in this one. I think the Sooners should cover. I'll be disappointed if they don't. But the history says this is going to be a tough game. Yeah, I agree. I think it's be interesting to see how we defend them because we haven't defended them well in the past uh, with Leak and Riley. So we'll see. I, I definitely believe uh, what K-State does well, we've defended well. Um, I'm still very curious to see what we do against a good passing quarterback. I don't think we face him here. So – I'm with you. I'm going to go you minus the 12. I think they get it done. Um, this is the best team we've played so far, though. So, nope. and, and each week, his, it, uh, questions are getting answered. We were fantastic last week, but a lot of teams are going to be fantastic against Nebraska. So uh, we'll see. I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a really fun game. Don't worry, Joey. We're going to get to the Trojans in a minute. Uh, K-State and uh, – or excuse me, Kent State and Georgia. This will be interesting. Kent State came to Norman and – I thought they were a decent team. They're not great, but I thought they were they were tough. You now bet. they go to Georgia. Georgia's 45-point favorite here. We don't break down these games much, but, I mean, what do you think? Kent State well, you know, I, I thought Kent State was a decent team. Uh, they, they're well coached. They played really hard. They were physical. Uh, they didn't look overmatched against OU as far as size goes and everything. So <laughs> – it's really going to see if if Georgia has a little bit of trouble with them like we did. It'll be interesting to see. I think that's a lot of points. I stay away from games like this, but I would be prone to taking Kent State and the points. Yeah, they, they were they were decent. Um, we'll we'll see what Georgia does to them. We may be in a somber mood if Georgia beats them fifty-two to nothing. But <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'm staying away from it too. I don't care to play games like that. No. Uh, Maryland and Michigan. Now, Michigan has played three of the worst teams you could possibly find. Mm -hmm. um, now, Maryland comes in, they're three and oh, they haven't played anybody either. 
17 point favorite for Michigan. What do you think about this one? Will they get tested this week? Well, this is the first team Michigan's played that can walk. Yeah. You know, the other, I mean, they played, I think, the three worst teams that are in the uh, FBS. Yeah. Colorado State, probably the best team they've played. Hawaii and UConn. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just that's horrible. However, how many times have we seen Maryland come into a game and they're kind of playing pretty good and they get beat like 52 to 7? Yeah. Uh, a lot of them. I think this is about right. I think Michigan rolls in this game. I think Michigan's going to smoke them too. Maryland's kind of, to put it in horse racing terms, kind of like a claimer that wins a few and then they jump it up in class and it's like, oh, no, they're not that good. I don't like Maryland. I, I, I think Michigan gets it done here. Dennis thinks that Maryland might make them struggle. I'm not going to go that far. I'm going to go uh, Michigan minus the 17 in that spot. But, yeah, Michigan has played absolutely nobody. Maryland, they did beat SMU last week. Uh, you know, if you're Maryland, you should beat L- SMU at your home field. So they're they're better. They're definitely better, but – I think this is a rude awakening for them here. Um, they may give them a game for a quarter or so. Yeah. The Michigan's yeah. I think Michigan will run over them. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever organized this Michigan schedule deserves a pat on the back, no doubt about it. So. <laughs> well, I remember the great uh, Barry Switzer used to say, you schedule national championships. Yeah. yeah. That time. And that used to be the case so much so when only two got in. Yeah. Uh, now with four, it's a little different. Yeah, because now you have the playoff system when you didn't back when he coached. You yeah. know, the Bulls decided it, you know, yeah. back when he coached. And this very well could be true. There may be nobody outside that or out in the Big Ten outside of Ohio State yeah. um, that can scare Michigan, and, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, all right. This is a big game, too. Uh, this rivals that Arkansas A&M game a bit. Clemson goes on the road to take on Wake Forest. Clemson does have trouble scoring. Wake Forest has – trouble stopping anybody. Wake Forest got a great quarterback in Sam Hartman. Can he put up enough points to pull the upset? Uh, what do you think? Wake Forest, Clemson. Uh, Clemson, a seven-point favorite here. This is a tricky one, you know. I've went round and round on it. I, You know you know, Clemson has better athletes. You know they do. They have to. The key will be, do they not turn it over? I would think they will line up and try to run over Wake Forest, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. And then that would milk some clock and try to keep the ball away from Hartman. And and Hartman's put up points on just about anybody he's played. So you got to think Wake's going to score a little bit and have some success. Clemson is weak at quarterback, so it's one of like Joey says. So it's one of these things, you know, where you're going to. It's a Clemson team that's got to score some points. Will they be able to score enough? I'm not picking Wake Forest to beat Clemson until I see it. I'm taking. I may regret this. I'm taking Wake Forest plus the seven. Well, you're. Are you picking them to win? I think at the end of the day they're going to lose, but I think they're going to cover. I think they're going to score enough points. I think it's going to get a little scary. I think the crowd is going to be nuts. I think they're going to cover. Um. Can they beat them? Mm, I'm not sure. Can they cover? I do. I do think they can. So, right. uh, I don't know. I, I just, I might, I might regret that one, but we'll see. I think they will cover in this game. 
Uh, JSI Wake isn't anywhere close to what they've been the last few years. I don't like Clemson quarterback, but this is an easy cover for them. He's taking Clemson. Uh, teams have figured out Wake's slow mesh RPO system. All right, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, let's move on. Next game on the slate, Central Michigan and Penn State. This is another one. You know, not a lot of excitement here. Penn State, 28-point favorite. I think they're going to cover it. What do you think? The only thing that I would caution everybody on, Central Michigan can score, Penn State could be flat after that Auburn game. I didn't look it up and see who they play next week. This could be a trap game. Uh, that would be the only thing that would make me hesitate just a little bit because Central Michigan did score a lot of points at Oklahoma State. That would be the only thing is they come into, as you know, they played Auburn last week. They could be a little down coming into this one. Yeah, I yep. agree with you, but I, I still think Penn State, you know, I, you watched uh, Central Michigan against Oklahoma State. They had a lot of trouble stopping them yeah. uh, in the first week, and I think that'll be the same. This Penn State but, offense is better than I thought it would be so far. And Penn State plays Northwestern next week, so they're not looking ahead to anything. No, that's definitely not. This is a big-time game here in the Big 12. Baylor goes on the road to take on Iowa State. Cyclones, two-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. Uh, What side are you on on this one? I'm shocked at that line. I am too. When I saw that, I looked at it three times because I would have thought Baylor would have been a six-point favorite. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's analyze this just a little bit. This may be my best bet of the day on Saturday. Baylor is the defending Big 12 champion. They didn't lose a lot of players. You know, they lost a few, but they're solid. Iowa State lost a ton of players and really collapsed last year. What have they done so far this year? Well, they beat Iowa. Well, whoop-de-doo. Right. I mean, that's a big thing for them, but... I know it's a tough place to play. Uh, you know, Iowa State's tough. Baylor gets a break. It's at 11 o'clock in the morning. I think that's a good thing. I like Baylor all the way in this one. I like Baylor as an underdog as well. Uh, I think it's going to be a tight game. I think Baylor is a little bit better than Iowa State. Uh, you know, people are like, yes, Iowa State quarterback, he's playing better. Well, they scored 10 against Iowa. You know, mm-hmm. if they would have went there and it's like, wow, they beat them. 24 to 7. It's like, okay, I would maybe lean Iowa State in this game, but I can't do it. I think Baylor's a little bit better team. I think they'll stop them enough. I think they cover. I think Baylor's a little bit more of the desperate team. They lost to BYU. I think they need to come up here and win. I think they will. Um, yeah, and they like in JL just right on, on cue. They took a pretty good B, BYU team to overtime. Well, I think go ahead. I, oh, I don't think Iowa State's as good as BYU. I don't need it. I think that's a lot of it. It's got to do with the fact that they lost at BYU and then BYU got stomped last week at Oregon. Yeah. That might have something to do, but Baylor could have won that game real easy. Yeah. At BYU. And Iowa State's not going to beat BYU. I guarantee you they beat them by four touchdowns. So I just was really shocked. I thought Baylor would be a six, seven point favorite in this game. So I like the Bears a lot. Dennis, keeping up with our tradition, you could get into the Rhode Island-Pittsburgh game for $7. You can go watch a murder in Pittsburgh. Uh, no line on this one. Pittsburgh should be an easy winner in that one. Um, all right, let's move on. This is a biggie, too. This this one rivals that A&M-Arkansas game as well. Florida and Tennessee. Tennessee out to a great start. They're 3-0. and They're moving the ball. they got to beat Florida this year. They've got them at home. They're a 10.5-point favorite. Florida got a big win week one. Lost to Kentucky week two, won last week, but did not look very good. 
What do you think? Is this the year the volunteers get it done? They need to, like you said. Oh, man, they get off to a 4-0 start, have two good wins over ranked teams at the time. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh was ranked. Florida's ranked. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pittsburgh's still ranked, I guess. Uh, I don't know if they cover. That's a lot of points. That was not an impressive game for Florida last week. Now, I, I know they might have been a little bit uh, lackadaisical after the uh, – uh, Kentucky game in South Florida probably played the game of their lives. I think they scored late to make that game a little closer than what it was. I think it, I think they did. But anyway, I I think Tennessee's going to win. I don't know about that point spread. I would be a little bit leery of ten and a half. That's a lot of points. What about JL, he says he's watched Rhode Island twice this year already. So I, I want to know who you watched them play against. Who are you going to watch? Are you watching Rhode Island? Are you a Rhode Island? Fan, graduate, something like that. Yeah, um, interesting. I think Tennessee is ready to, to beat them, and I think they're ready to cover. I'm taking Tennessee minus a 10 and a half. How about that? I sure hope so because I love Josh Heupel. And, and every, everybody, when they got the job, said, oh, this guy's nuts. You know, he's no good. What are they doing hiring him? And now he's everybody's darling. I like it. Now we'll see. Russ likes Florida a lot in here. And if that's the case, everybody will be on Josh Hype. If he loses this game, uh, they'll be back on him. But no, he's done well. He did well year one. They're doing good this year. Hopefully yep. that continues. That's a big one. Yep. Big game. Big game. Texas and Texas Tech. The next one we'll talk about. Uh, tough to win in Lubbock. They didn't play bad last week against North Carolina State. Now they get the Longhorns. Texas, a seven point favorite. What do you think? I think that's about right. I think they're going to win by more than that. I, I I think this Texas team is pretty good. I really do. I think they're pretty sound. They're playing so much better defensively. I don't know about Tech yet. Uh, they have trouble out there, Texas does. But I kind of think they're going to cover that. I kind of think they're going to cover it too. I don't, I'm, I'm very skeptical of how good Texas Tech actually is. We don't really know. I I think this is a big this is a big game for Texas. Uh, they need to go out there and win and win convincingly. If they do, I'm ready to say, okay, they are pretty darn good. This is the type of game they would either win in some kind of miracle or lose in the in the past few years. So it's a big game for Texas. I think they're going to cover it well as well. Uh, I'm with the Longhorns. All right. Middle Tennessee and Miami. How's Miami still ranked? This is crazy. Um, they are a 25 and a half point. Do you care about this game at all? None at all. And I don't know if Miami can beat anybody that bad to, to complain. I know. I, I almost lean Middle Tennessee in this game. You can get in this game for $5. So obviously nobody in Miami cares either. No. no, they're all on the Dolphins right now. If you lived across the street and you could go for $5, would you go? Only if I was a Miami fan. Oh, well, no, I'm just saying you yourself right now as you are. No, absolutely not. No, well, it's too much of a hassle. <laughs> I might go for $5. Mean, right. right at this moment or on Saturday when all the other college games are going. Oh, that's a good point. There's no yeah. way I would go during all the good games. No, no way. Good point. All right, Oregon goes to Washington State. I think this is an interesting game. You know, the, the Ducks coming off a big win. Are they going to be flat? Is mm-hmm. Washington State pretty good? New quarterback for Washington State. He's playing well. What do you think about this one? Tell you what, uh, this could be an upset. Uh, it's hard to win in Pullman, Washington. 
especially if the weather can get nasty. What's it say up there? Now the weather sounds pretty good. Uh, Oregon's better. Uh, you're right. That was a huge win for them last week. Will they be a little flat going in there? I think this will be a good game. I really do. What are they, six and a half? Mm-hmm. They should win. They should cover that. They being who, Oregon? Yeah. I'm going Washington State. I'm going to go plus that six and a half for them. Right. I like the quarterback. I'm telling you, Cameron Ward from where, Papa Dude? Incarnate Word, that's where. Oh. There last season, and now he shows up at Washington State. Look, the big win against Wisconsin, that's the one you're kind of banking on. Hopefully they can keep this game close with Oregon. Not sure if they can finish the deal. I think they're going to win. I'm going to go with Washington State to win this one. And the Cougars, if Jason's still on, going with those Cougs. Yeah. <laughs> hey, i tell you what, if our Incarnate Word, which is a really good FCS team, if that quarterback couldn't play there, Iowa needs to hire their recruiting coordinator and get a quarterback at Iowa, right? Because they oh, have- no, he could play there. He transferred after, let's see, he was a second team All American at the FCS level last season. But then, but then they turn right around and get another one. Well, I'm- yeah, that's right. The quarterback they have this year is very good. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, this is uh, yeah. somebody needs to see what's going on down there at Incarnate Word. I know. They're, yeah. they're, they're definitely producing good players. So, Pretty pretty impressive. All right, let's move on here. Tulsa, they're not bad for, for a smaller uh, conference team. They're not too bad. They lost against Wyoming, but they've won two in a row since. They go to Ole Miss. Ole Miss is 3-0. They've been, I would just call average. They haven't been bad, but they haven't really been flashy. What What's your thoughts on this one? Well, it's hard to tell on them because they haven't played anybody yet. Yeah. Now, they throttled Georgia Tech on the road, which is Georgia Tech's terrible, but they went in there and didn't have any trouble with them. I'd say they're pretty good. Uh, what, 21 and a half? Um, I, they should beat Tulsa that bad, but the Golden Hurricane can come up and throw it scary in you every once in a while. I don't think they're going to in this one. I think Ole Miss will win this one by, you know, as bad as they want. Golden Hurricane are kind of up and down. Uh, last year they went to Oklahoma State and only lost by five. They went to Ohio State and only lost by 21. They went to Cincinnati and only lost by eight. So, I mean, they they were competitive. Like I said, this year they did lose the three against uh, by three against Wyoming. I'm going to go Tulsa plus the 21 and a half. All right. They'll cover it. I don't think they'll really threaten, but I do think they're going to cover uh, in that one. Uh, another one lopsided here, Northern Illinois and Kentucky. Kentucky's a 26 and a half point favorite. Can Kentucky beat Northern Illinois by 26 and a half? That's, that's tough. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a lot of points for Kentucky. Uh, but they're playing really, really well. They should. Northern Illinois is not very good. And it's at home. It's all going to be – are they up for this game? Do they care? You know what I mean? Are they are they fully engaged in this game? If they are, I think they cover. Let me see real quick who they've got next week. Kentucky has uh, – ooh, they go to Mississippi next week. Yeah. I think I just turned in favor of Northern Illinois on that one. <laughs> a little bit of a look-ahead game for sure. Uh, it's Kentucky. All of a sudden, the win against Florida. They kind of got their hopes up uh, for something big, uh, bigger than usual, I should say. And listen, win this one, and then you beat Mississippi. Then your next two are South Carolina, Mississippi State, in Kentucky. 
Yep, you're six and zero. Seven and zero for the home stretch. Big yeah. game. I'm going to go Northern Illinois to cover. I think Kentucky wins it though. I think they'll be looking ahead a little bit because if Mississippi wins and they win, uh, that is going to be a big one next week in the SEC. Huge game. Could have some massive games in the SEC next week. Uh, we already did Arkansas and Vanderbilt and Alabama. I don't think there's any doubt Alabama's going to roll here. But uh, any any thoughts on Alabama? No, they may cover that one too. <laughs> I think they will. Uh, Wisconsin goes to Ohio State, so sort of the first, well, I guess second challenge for Ohio State, although Notre Dame was not great. Ohio State's been not fantastic. They did put up some points last week against Toledo. 19-point favorite for the Buckeyes. What do you think of this one? Well, here's the thing. Wisconsin can't score enough points to beat them. You know, they're – They'll go in there and they'll try to run clock and, you know, go real slow, Keep try to keep the ball away from Ohio State. But they're going to have to be able to move it on the ground because they're going to throw. They cannot score enough points to win. Uh, I kind of think Wisconsin's on a downward spiral. You know, they haven't been very good since COVID. And they weren't very good last year. And I don't think they're too good this year. Here's the thing. They only scored 14 against Washington State last week or two weeks ago at home. Uh, I think Ohio State wins this one easy. Yeah, I think they cover. I think they're going to roll. I, I'm with you. I'm not a fan of Wisconsin. They were not great last year. They're not – I don't think they're good this year. So that's easy enough. North Carolina State and UConn. UConn, they're one of the worst teams in, yeah. in football. 38.5 point favorite for North Carolina State. It's another one. I mean, nobody's really going to bet this game, no. right? No. They should cover, though. They should, but we'll we'll see. It's a lot of points. Yeah. Uh, all right, here we go, Joey. USC and Oregon State, uh, big challenge going to Corvallis this weekend. Uh, I told you on Monday, I watched all of that USC game against Fresno. They dominated. They looked great. <laughs> Fresno had a shot to beat Oregon State. They didn't. Oregon State got it done. USC a six-point favorite. So if you like the Trojans, you can play that. Oh, you better believe it. I don't think they're going to win by 20-plus, but they're going to win. I would think they're going to cover that. You think so? I think it's disappointing if they don't. The way they played the first three weeks. You're talking about the six. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I do too. If they 20-plus, it'll be late. Yeah, it it, it could happen as well. They could could pour it on late. Their offense – it looks good. It looks really, really good. They've got some studs. Um, Caleb Williams looks good. I don't think this is a spot where they lose. I really don't. I, I think this is going to be um, – I, I think they'll beat him by 14, Dennis. I really well, will. I, I, I'm going to say this. The Pac-12 has not seen an offensive guru like Riley. Mm-hmm. They haven't. And he did stuff that they've not seen. So it's going to take them a while to kind of figure it out. Uh, Lincoln Riley is not a great coach. But anyway, that's okay, Joey. Well, Ooh. you look at the schedule now. If they get by this and we think they're going to, next two games are Arizona State, Washington State at home. It's setting up well. You got Utah on the road October 15th. That's really the big challenge at this point. In my opinion. If they beat Utah, they're going to go to the playoffs. I really think they are. The only thing they got left is UCLA, and I, I, I don't think UCLA can beat them. Mm-hmm. And Notre Dame sucks. Yeah, there ain't anything else on there. 
So you're probably going to get there uh, because your schedule is not real strong and you got a good team. And uh, I think the bottom line is why have they had such shitty coaches there? Because they should be this way every freaking year. Yeah, not- it's like my buddy. There's a big, uh, not a big USC fan, but lived in lives in California. Big sports guy, and he certainly is just like, look. The, the thing you got to understand is UCLA is underachieved horribly bad. He's he, yeah. he, there's all kinds of players he's going to get. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's um, a but, for there. But you know, these are the games he would lose at OU. I would say that, or go out there and not play very well and get beat, or not maybe not get beat, but win by one or two. So. You know, it's going to be interesting to watch this this year because there's several theories, and one makes perfect sense to me. Lincoln Riley can be his old man out there. Yeah. He could not at Oklahoma. Yeah. And what I mean by that was, and Bob Stoops certainly did not hinder him in any way, but Bob Stoops was around. Yeah. And when you succeed a legend who built a program who is a king, and he's around, all the time. It's hard to be yourself. Yep. It really is. And he may grow into this job and be a totally a 10 times better coach there than he was at OU. It is entirely possible. Yep. Then I agree. This Travis Dye is a stud. And and the, of course Addison has been great. I mean, they they look good. Well, he uh, got those players. Mm-hmm. And uh uh, he's he's perfect fit for there. It's laid back there. He's laid back. You know what I mean? California's kind of laid back type. Yeah. You know? And 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 here's the other thing. At Norman, Oklahoma, if you're the head football coach, you can't be yourself. You really can't because you're in a bubble. You can't go anywhere. You're a celebrity out there. He's one in the crowd. You mm-hmm. know. So it could be a perfect fit for him. But I'm going to tell you something. You can win the national championship. I don't want him back. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't know that I can say that right now, the way they're playing it. <laughs> it looks pretty good. So No, I don't want him back. <laughs> I don't want him back. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I, I think I think uh, this next stretch, like I said, it's going to be very telling just how good they are. We're going to find out, but they, they're rolling. That was an impressive win last week. No doubt about it. All right, let's round out the last three games here in college, Wyoming and BYU. Hey, Wyoming's pretty darn good. They're three and one now with a nice win last week over air force. They take on BYU 21 and a half. That's a lot of points. What do you think? I I like Wyoming a lot in this one. I do. I don't think they're going to win obviously, but Wyoming's not bad. And uh, BYU's coming off that loss. Uh, that's a lot of points. And, and Wyoming's playing good. Mm-hmm. Very well coached. I probably wouldn't bet much on it, but I lean towards Wyoming to beat that spread. I'm going to go BYU's way. I think they're, it's kind of a bounce back game. It's another night game, and I think that certainly helps BYU. Uh, they, they're tough to beat out there at night. I think they're going to bounce back. I, I don't think they'll play – fantastic i do think they'll bounce back i think they'll win uh yeah but wyoming i mean this that's about right that's right on the line there all right utah and arizona state arizona state is a nightmare (laughs) 
the Utah trying to rebound for that loss to Florida. I, I like the Utes. They're 15 and a half point favorites. I think they're going to cover it. I think it's, I think it's crazy at Arizona state right now. Well, it's gotta be when you fire the coach on the field after the game. Yep. That's what happened at Arizona state. For those of you that don't know. Yep. Have you ever seen that? You no. fire the coach on the field after the game. Yeah. I, I that's high school shit. That's not even high school shit. I mean, that's that is just bush league. I don't. I. I you know, you gotta wait till the next day. Yeah. You know, it's you just can't do that. So I hope Utah beats them by fifty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I, I, I will. Would have never hired Herm Edwards in the first place. He's weird. He's not a college guy. No. You know, and and, and you know. 40, 30, 30 or 40 years ago, even in the last 10 or 12, Arizona State used to be damn good. Yeah. And they are not anymore. No, they're and not good whatsoever. Yeah, no, they're not. So I don't think they stand a chance. All right, let's move on to the last one. Stanford and Washington. You talk about transfer quarterbacks and how how, how it's worked out. Uh, what about Phoenix for for uh, Washington? You know, he was at Indiana, and he was kind of the darling of the COVID year, had some injuries last year. Tell you what, this year he looks pretty good. Washington's 3-0. They host Stanford. They have not looked great. I, I It's 13.5 points, though. Can Washington cover? I think they do, and this is a shocker to me. But I, I remember when he was healthy at Indiana. Man, he was dynamic. Mm-hmm. He suffered a really horrific injury. And when they got him out there, I didn't think much of it because I didn't think he could stay on the field. But so far he has, and he's playing well, and it's a perfect fit. They know how to win there. They've won at Washington before. And USC doesn't play them. They may get them in the Pac-12 championship games, possible. But Washington's got a good coach, and I think they cover that. Yeah, I think they've got a shot too as well. Uh, I, I, I think Washington's got an outside shot to make the Pac-12 championship game. I think they're playing awfully well. It's a nice win for sure. And JL, I totally agree. I said when he got hired, and that's stupid. Herm, Herm Edwards. Yeah. You got to be desperate. I'm sorry. It was just a name. Yeah. And and he was what, on ESPN or Fox or what was he on? Malvern? He was ESPN. Yeah, saying the stupidest stuff that didn't make any sense, but everybody thought he was funny. You know. Yeah. So anyway. All right, let's move on to the NFL. Um, by the way, Coastal Carolina 21, Georgia State 7. So that's wow, a good your bet is looking good. Yeah, for our bets. Uh, and and uh, Coastal has the ball. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're feeling pretty good about that one so far. I haven't looked at your baseball score. Have they started yet in that one? They should have. It's in- let's see. Houston, well, they're behind two to nothing. So, God. Verlander's already given up two, bottom of the fourth right now. So yeah, they may not win that. Well, it's in, they might. All right, let me throw out a couple more college games before we move. Okay, just a couple. Let, cool. me, throw, let me throw you. There's a very interesting game in Boone, North Carolina. I agree. In James Madison, yes, and Appalachian State. And James Madison, this is their first year at the FBS level. They were a powerhouse at FCS. And they are playing great. And Appalachian State should be one and two. They should not have won last week. No. So this is an interesting game. 
with two really good teams. Appalachian State's a seven-point favorite. I've been looking at a lot of lines here, a lot of guys that pick. They're taking James Madison in this game. This is an interesting one to watch. So that's one I like. I, I like uh, James Madison on this one. And then we got our Hawkeyes. We always have to mention the Hawkeyes. Oh, they go on the road for the first time to Rutgers. Rutgers is undefeated. They're seven-and-a-half-point favorites, Iowa is. Would you take them? <laughs> That's a toughie, isn't it? Ah, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I would, no. Rutgers is decent. Now, the over-under, they finally are starting to bring that one down. It's 34. I don't know. Oh, my God. 34. <laughs> that's what it that's what it come out at. So that, I, I did see where that has a chance to be the all-time lowest point total for a college game. Yeah. I I would take Rutgers in this game. I I, I seven and a half is a lot. Um, so that's an interesting one. And let's see, I think we covered the other. Oh, Miami of Ohio goes to Northwestern. Southern Illinois beat Northwestern next last week. Yeah. Miami's not bad. And Northwestern's a seven-point favorite. Let me look at who they've played. I haven't uh, – let's see. I lost to Kentucky. They yeah. beat Robert Morris. They lost since – yeah, I mean, it's hard to tell. Well, they've um, lost two really good teams. They've lost to two good teams. They beat a team that nobody knows. Uh, that's tough. Yeah. They probably should play them within seven. And the other upset alert team that I would have on upset alert is Tulane. But they are at home, and they play Southern Miss. They're not very good. Mm -hmm. I think the line's right around 14. And I could see Tulane being a little flat going into that game. That'd be one I'd kind of look at. But the fact that it's in New Orleans, I think I'd stay with Tulane. But I don't know if they cover that or not. Yeah, I think I think that's a tricky game for Tulane coming off that big win. I, I think that's about right. I think he'll be right at it. I mean, yeah. they might struggle for a bit. I think they're going to – Southern Miss is not a great team. They're not very good. No. Yeah. That's why I would stay away from it. But I, th I just wanted to mention it. I think that's, I think okay. that's an interesting game for sure. I, I really like James Madison in that game. I think they might win outright. Yeah. He might be a little too old, but I'm kind of sticking with him too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I've been on the air too long for that. Come on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, we'll go through these really, really fast here. Uh, Dennis, I agree. Hearing Papa Dude cover the other games is like my buddy who's older who enjoys watching Fawner. <laughs> well, I don't enjoy watching Fawner. So there you go. But you do <laughs> enjoy watching that, uh, those other games like that. Yes, I do. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I gushed about Coastal and uh, Georgia State. I'm the same way. I, I love these smaller games. I think they're easier to hit, honestly. Sometimes they are. Because I think there's a limited more a limited amount of people that actually follow the smaller schools. And, and yeah. we do. And, you know, a guy like Grayson McCall, I know exactly who he is. Because I've seen him play like 20 games, you know. Yeah. So he's matching up against a Georgia State defense that's not very good. I think he's going to have a big game. And he is. So, um, yep. that's kind of how it goes anyway all right let's move on nfl we're kind of rapid fire these a, a bit here um don't have to go in too in depth uh the texans and the bears to kick it off oh um, god 
Chicago's a two and a half point favorite. What do you think? As we could there be a worse game? No. No one is interested in this unless they are just an NFL junkie or they're fans of those two teams. And I'm really feel sorry for you if you are. Mm -hmm. So let's move on. (laughs) I don't know. I would take the under. Under the 40. Would you pay $99 to watch this game? Oh, heavens. No, no. I feel like every NFL game for the first three weeks has been either blow your mind. Awesome. Or terrible. You know, there's no in between. I'll take yeah. the Bears minus two and a half. Um, all right, move on. You said it on the on the morning show. Elimination game here. Raiders, Titans, they're both 0-2. They both didn't think they'd be an 0-2 at this point. Raiders are two-point favorite. What do you think? The loser is really deep trouble, mm-hmm. especially the Raiders. If they go 0-3 in the division they play in, they really are – they're behind it. Tennessee – is two, but their division is not very good. So they would have a, you know, you might win that division and be seven and nine possible, or eight and nine now because they play mm-hmm. seven games. The Raiders are favored. They should win. I'm taking Tennessee. I'm going to take the, the Raiders. I, I, I think Tennessee is in some big time trouble. Uh, I know Samich also going to root for the Raiders. He's trying to get Tennessee oh, yeah. into that 10. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Raiders. I wouldn't be surprised either way, but I, I am going to go with the Raiders. All right, let's move on. The, I mean, this is the trap of all traps. How is Kansas City only a five-and-a-half-point favorite against the Colts? The Colts have been awful. Kansas City's been good. Mm-hmm. It's a, is it a trap or is it just obvious that Kansas it, it, City's going to cover? It opened at six-and-a-half. <laughs> well, it's gone down to five-and-a-half. Why? I mean, is Mahomes hurt? We don't, nobody knows. I mean, anybody has inside information on this? I I saw that today, and that's dropped from six and a half. I mean, it sounds too good to be true, doesn't it? I have to take Kansas City, but it does sound too good to be true. I I just don't see how Indy can beat them, uh, and I think I don't think the Chiefs win a close one. I think they win easy. I do too. I thought they'd win by two scores, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. And that's the thing. NFL spreads are never high, but five and a half, I mean, I don't know. Ah, me too. I'm all over that one. I'm telling you what, the Colts, the Colts, let's review. They got smoked by Jacksonville. Yes. Jacksonville covered that. They didn't score. I know. And then they, 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 a game against uh, uh, the Texans, they tie, but I mean, come on. That's. I don't know. Yeah, Michael Pittman is back, but I don't. I don't know. I gotta go Chiefs there, and just if I get beat, I get beat. Yeah, I just I'll be shocked if they don't cover that easy. All right, Bills. They've been the best team. Dolphins. They've been in a very exciting team. Yep. Bills on the road, five and a half point favorite against Miami. Can the Bills keep this going? Because they have looked really good through two weeks. Well, this is the game of the day, right? Yes. Okay, a couple of things to talk about. First of all, Miami's hard to beat in Miami, especially when they're good. The Bills played Monday night. They have to travel also. So they have less preparation time. Is that a factor? You know, mm-hmm. the Bills looked absolutely fantastic. I mean, they are just killing people. And they played the Rams besides the Titans. So they look great. 
Huge game for Miami. Will they flunk the test? I don't know. I got to take the Bills until Miami beats them. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Dolphins do. Bills for me as well. Bills for Sylvain as well. So three on the Bills. That's a lot of weight on the back of Josh Allen now. But I'm with you. I, You know, again, give the Dolphins a ton of credit. They came back. They won. But say they would have lost that game. Oh, we yeah. I wouldn't think nearly as high of them. They got no. a lot of proving to do. Bills are a really, really good team. They so, are really good. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Um, JL says, Bills having wide receiver health issues. Miami has premium cornerbacks not touching this line. I'll tell you this. The Dolphins didn't look great last week on defense. Josh Allen rolling in there this week. I think they'll still have trouble stopping them. That's, that's my prediction there. I'll tell you the other thing that's overlooked about the Bills. Their defense is really good. That's they the thing. Really punishing good. people. Yeah. They, they yeah. look good. All right. Lions and the Vikings, two teams uh, that are one and one. Vikings need to rebound. Lions got a big win. They got Minnesota. Minnesota six point favorite. What do you think here? Minnesota did not look good at all on Monday night. Less preparation. Detroit got a big win. Didn't play real bad uh, opening the game. So, six is a lot. I think I'm going to go with Detroit. Detroit plus six. <laughs> I can't believe it. I did too. Uh, <laughs> did it says the most important game for Detroit in the last 10 years? Possibly. Yeah. Um, listen, it's a huge game. They win. It, it really right. is. Um, but, yeah, okay. Okay. Good point. Great point. Great point. But how are the Vikings a higher favorite than the Chiefs? Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. I don't, it's hard to fathom. Yeah. It is. Big time game for the Lions. We're going Lions plus six. Boy, that's, that never thought we'd say that on this show. <laughs> but keep it rolling. Ravens and the Patriots. This is a big game. Both teams one and one. Uh, you know, Patriots got a win, big win. Ravens got a shitty loss. <laughs> Baltimore three point favorite here on the road against the Patriots. What do you think? Hmm. Well, I, I like the Patriots. So, <laughs> I'm not a Ravens fan. I don't – these are games they lose, it seems like. It's going to come down – How do, can the Patriots control Lamar? You know, and if they do, I think they can win. I'm going to go New England in an upset. I'm going to go the Ravens. I just feel like the Patriots don't have enough weapons, and if, if they can – you know, I don't think they'll stop the Ravens enough. And so I think the Ravens will be able to kind of pull away – uh, it's kind of scary to take uh, the Ravens anytime because they just find ways to lose lately, I feel like. But I'm going to take them. When was the last time Detroit was over 500? Well, uh, we need uh, Magic. Yeah, I know. I, I really don't know, Sylvain. I'll, we'll ask I'm Magic. Sure it has been a long time. Yeah, it has. All right, Bengals and the Jets. Bengals six-point favorites. They have to get a win. They do. The Jets, you think, okay, and that's where you go get a win. Well, Jets beat the Browns last week. What do you think? Well, normally you would say easy win, right? Yeah. <laughs> but how can you? I mean, I've watched them quite a bit the first two weeks, of uh, the Bengals, and I can't trust them right now. It won't be easy to go in there and win. They should. <sighs> I'm staying completely away from this one. 
I'm going to stay away from it. If you had to, I would give the Bengals one more shot. I think yeah. they have yeah. to win this game. They do. Um, but I'm not touching them until they prove they're not idiots, <laughs> for lack of a better word. <laughs> yep. uh, yeah, Bengals lose this when everybody gets fired the next day. Could be possible. We'll possible. See. Eagles, they have looked great. They take on the commanders who have looked, uh, yeah, whatever. Eagles, six and a half point favorites on the road. So there's another one. Uh, the Eagles are a, a bigger favorite than the Chiefs. Um, what do you think about this one? I love Jalen Hurts. I love the way they're playing. They look great. Played on Monday. Lost a day of preparation. Everybody's patting them on the back. Washington in an upset. I can't get there. Okay, how about I just say Washington and the points? Well, that works. So you can say upset. Hell, what do I know? Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go the Eagles minus six and a half. I think I think they're too good. Okay. Um all right, go on, Saints and the Panthers. <laughs> Another exciting game. Um, Saints are lucky to be one and one. Panthers are kind of unlucky to be 0 and two, but they're there. Right. Um, what do you think here? New Orleans, two and a half point favorite. I think the Panthers are just good enough to get beat by two points. <laughs> you know, I think that's the way they are. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea on this. You've seen the Panthers every play. I haven't. Uh, they're bad. Uh, Can they beat any? I think their defense is okay. I don't. I don't know. Um, I'm not high on the Saints either. That's the thing. So terrible game. I, I'll take the Panthers plus two and a half. Kind of seems like they're due to win. They've yeah, been close. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's a horrible game. Panthers yeah. are bad. This is an interesting game. It is. The Jaguars and the Chargers. The Chargers are a seven-point favorite. It is in uh, Los Angeles. Said it right that time. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about this one? Can can the Chargers take care of business and cover, or are the Jaguars, are they for real, so to speak? I think this might be one game for the Chargers at home where they have more fans than the other team. Maybe. <laughs> because I've not seen one yet. But Jacksonville, I wouldn't think, would fly all the way across the country to watch their beloved Jaguars as bad as they've been. Isn't that odd you have a home stadium and the other team's got more people in it than you do? It's so weird. Ooh. You know, I remember uh, I was talking, and I don't know what I was talking about. We were talking about home advantage or something. And I turned on the game, and I was like, oh, I forget. In Los Angeles, them and the Rams, they usually don't have as many fans as the they opponent. Don't. Yeah. They don't. They should win this game. They should. They're they're better. But can you trust the Chargers? I can't. Seven's a lot. Jacksonville's getting better. Game that the Chargers have to win. How many times do they struggle to win the game? I don't know if they cover that. I think they will cover it. I think coming off a loss, they'll kind of rebound, kind of rally, so to speak. Well, they should have won. I'll take Los Angeles minus the seven. I'll I'll try to stick with them. You stay with them, I'll tell you. Yeah, I do. To the bitter end. All right. Rams and the Cardinals. Cardinals, huge win last week. Rams, nice bounce back win. Even though I almost blew it, still it's a win. NFL, that's all that matters. Yep. Rams are just a three-and-a-half-point favorite here on the road against Arizona. What do you think of this one? Arizona plays terrible at home. I think the Rams win, and I think they, they cover. I think the Rams are going to cover. Yeah, I think the Rams are going to cover. Um, 
Yeah, here's one. This is a good point we didn't bring up. I wouldn't go near this one. Just don't know about Herbert's injury. Yeah, that's a key. Because that sounds like that would really hurt. <laughs> you know, broken yeah. rib cartilage. That doesn't sound good. No, I would say that is very painful. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. How's this game only 48 and a half? I don't know. There should be a lot of points at that Rams Cardinals game, I would think. So. Yeah. All right, we have what three to go. We're not gonna do the Monday night game, we'll do it on the Sunday show. We'll actually do a Sunday show this week. So, Falcons and the Seahawks overheard uh, that Samage kind of likes the Falcons in this game. It's even to pick them. What do you think? <laughs> I'm going to under <laughs> <laughs> under the 42. Well, uh, I think I can't, I don't know why are we even talking about this game? These two teams might win eight games between them, maybe yeah. so. I'd go with Seattle. I would take Seattle, but I, yeah, I don't really care about this one at all. This is another even game, which just surprises me. The Packers and the Bucks. What do you think? This is an interesting battle. Yeah, I forgot about this one. This is probably the game of the week, oh, just because of the two teams and the two quarterbacks. Oh boy, very difficult to pick. I thought Tampa was better last week. Um, Two ageless wonders going at one another, you know, Roger yeah. uh, and uh, Brady. Oh, I don't know how to pick this one. That's why it's even, I guess. So you, when it's even, you just pick the team you like, you know, whoever yeah. you because you don't have to worry about a point spread. So I know who I'm rooting for, so I'm taking Tampa. I think the Packers. I'm going to take the Packers. I think they're going to beat them this year. I, I just continue to fail to believe that this is going to work out for Tampa. Yeah, I know. Uh, now, Mike Evans is suspended. I think that makes a difference as well. Yes, I forgot about that. Yeah. But that is I'll, a big loss. I'll take the Packers. You can go either way, though. This is, oh, yeah. this is, you know, it's up in the air. Final game at night, uh, NBC game. Interesting one. 49ers and the Broncos. 49ers, a one and a half point favorite on the road against Denver. You tell me what's going to happen in this one. This is going to be a wild one. It will. I'm definitely taking the under in this one. Yes. You know, 45, neither team can score much. Uh, San Francisco should win. Um, coaching advantage <laughs> pretty much on their side. Uh, I don't know if they're good enough, though. That's the thing. It's, it's a very interesting game. Uh, the winner is two and one and feeling good about themselves. Uh, Denver really needs this game bad. Well, the 49 2 2, though. So, yeah, that's a good Sunday night game. It really I think, is. I think I trust San Francisco being able to, like, to grind, grind out a win, if that makes any sense. Like, it's, you know, I think it's going to be close. I think you're going to have to have a battle on your hands. I trust San Francisco a little bit more. So, yeah. I'm going to go San Francisco. Loser gets fired on the field. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> uh, all right. That is the NFL slate. Uh, let's check in on our games going on right now. It looks like Coastal Carolina leads it 24 to 7. Oh, you're looking they good. Have ball. Um, third and five from about their own eight. So they are pinned, but they are ahead uh 24 7. They were minus two in this game. So you're looking good. Start there. Um, they did not get a first down, so they'll have to punt. The Browns and the Steelers. I know everybody's gonna be shocked at this score. 0-0. Whoa, that's okay. I had to under. 
five minutes to go in the first quarter. Samich had my uh, under 19 points for the Looking first good. half. Looking good. Um, Slim has under 54 and a half rushing yards for Harris. He has 19 so far. So that's that was iffy. Yeah. And then we'll go to Major League Baseball. You have to. Um, let's see. Orioles are ahead two nothing over the Astros still. Yeah, they got to win by two. Then it's the bottom of the fifth, and yeah. our pitcher is pitching well. So that okay. it goes. She's uh, didn't say he's proud of me. He had a side bet with Shotty that I would fall asleep on the stream. That did not happen. Yeah, I took some cocaine before this uh, four-hour stretch. That I don't know. Well, the best part of this of the show is coming up. All right, here we go. Question time. It's question time for the show. We will also we'll kind of keep you updated as we stay on uh, for some of these games. But, yes, it is question time. What, what do you got? All right. I guess I've got some kind of fluffy ones, and then i got some uh, really good ones here. Okay, well. Okay, there we go. What is your go-to? No, no, that's the wrong one. What is something that you would like to learn to do? What is something that I would like to learn to do? Oh, what a good question. Um, something that you really wish you could do. Huh. Something I really <laughs> wish I could do. I'd love to be able to, like, play an instrument of some, like guitar or even a piano, something like that. I'd love to have some kind of musical talent yep. of some sort. You still uh, so I would I would say that I would love to have learned how to play guitar. Yeah, I mean that's just I, I would love to do that. Um, got a couple of friends that can, and that's cool, man. I, I, yeah. I've never been cool a day in my life. That's the problem. Yep. But that's I, I never uh, sign language. That's a good one. Piano never did interest me much, but the guitar always. You know, I, it looks like that. I like the way a guitar sounds. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love like, to do that. I'm talking about a, an acoustic guitar, not not an electric guitar. Jason said he'd love to learn how to hunt cougars. <laughs> I'm sure you already know how to do that. I think you're doing fine at that. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, you could teach us all some lessons. Well, not me, but you could teach some of the <laughs> lessons. So. I don't want to know those lessons. Um, yeah. Does Guitar Hero count? JL says yes, <laughs> it absolutely counts. I don't know. I would. I wish I had. I wish I had learned how to uh, do that. I never did want to play an instrument in a band or anything like that, like a, a trumpet or. You know, something. like from a sports standpoint, I'd love to learn how to ski. I've never, never. I, I don't know. I wouldn't now, but when I was a kid, I'd like to. Skiing, learn that. Snow snow skiing. Yeah. 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 yeah not now. I I can't do anything physical without getting hurt. So. Yeah. 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 yeah that's a good one. Okay. Okay. Here we go. We have a touchdown, by the way. The Browns have scored. All right. Okay. All right. What is the most difficult thing you've ever had to do? Oh. Mm. You had to do it. You didn't want to. I have no idea. <laughs> that means he's never had to do anything. I haven't lived a very non-difficult life. Do you? Well, I would say I don't. Hmm. I can think of two things. I don't. 
I'm a lot older than you, so. I would say paying off Heather student loans is a very. That would have been a difficult one, yeah. That was a difficult, I can't, it's too, like, there's personal things with her. I mean, like, she doesn't want to probably get on, get, get on the air, but that was a very um, challenging process, let's call it. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. yeah. I remember the day you guys found out how much they were, and that was yeah not a good day at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two things comes to mind with me, and, and, and one of them is really sad, and the other one's uh, life situation took me back to where I had to go back into teaching after being out of it for 17 years. It was a very difficult thing for me to do. Yeah. I'm glad I had to do it. It may be better. But after you've been out of something for 17 years and you got to go back to it, I'll never forget. I went back and I had to coach football. And I wasn't in what I call teaching or coaching shape. You know, I'd ran a business. But I wasn't on my feet all the time. And it was – anyway, the first three weeks, I would come home from football practice, and it was god-awful hot. It was like 95 degrees. We're out there dying. Yeah. And I was in very good shape and I'd come home and I'd get in that recliner and I'd say, I can't do this tomorrow. I just can't. I thought I was going to die. I really did. I had allergies on top of everything else. That was a rough time. But the worst thing, and I don't want to get as much, was when your grandfather found out he had cancer. Mm -hmm. And I had to go to the hospital right after he found out. That's the most difficult thing I've ever had to do. Yeah. Yeah. That was just gut-wrenching. And I remember. Yeah. Your uncle and I drove up together, and we never said a word all the way to Springfield because we didn't know what to say. Yeah, was yeah. That, let's that let's, let's don't end it on a bad note like that. All right, um, ask another question for God's sakes. I shouldn't have even brought that up. Um, what <laughs> this is really funny. What's your favorite smell? Something that you love to smell. Oh man. <laughs> It's a funny question, but it's such a good question. Yeah, there's lots of things. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. So many good things. Yeah, it is hard. The pretzels from... Uh, <laughs> the pretzels from... Uh, is it Auntie Annie's or... Okay. At the mall, you know? You know what I'm talking about? I do. <laughs> Those are great. And uh, also, like, if you're outside a steakhouse and you can smell, like, that steak, yeah. that's a good smell, too. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. I love to smell cinnamon rolls. Yeah. Yeah. And you know there's something about coffee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Smell coffee a lot. Like, we'll get a coffee-scented candle every once in a while, and it really smells smells good. Yeah. Standing on yeah. candle people. Do you do you do that? Surely not. Do you, do you ever go into what is it, Bath and Body Works or whatever it is, and smell the candles? No, no, we've never had that opportunity. Okay. <laughs> right, there's, some, there, there's some good ones coming in. Cougars, definitely. I knew that would happen. Uh, oh. Money. What do you think about that one? <laughs> well, if I had a lot of it, yeah. Now, is a good smell. A great one. Dennis got a great one. Honestly, 
he's not wrong. I actually like that smell. That's good, don't they? They oh, smell very good. Wow. Uh, yeah, we had to get new tires like three weeks ago for the Jeep, yeah. and, and yeah, they, they were you could smell them in the garage. I got another one. I just have I should have known this. I just bought a new car. A new, new car. car smell. Yeah. A new car smell, I believe, is the best. Yeah. <laughs> new car smells great. Yeah. 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 Okay. What the worst thing you've ever smelled? <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's got to be a dead animal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say so. Yeah. 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 That's that's the worst. Yeah. Uh, for 100%. That is the worst. Yeah. Yep. Okay, last one. Okay. Well, I'm this these are two easy ones. What is your go-to candy bar? Go-to candy bar. Um Yeah, backside of a racetrack. That's definitely true. Sewage would be the Taco Bell farms. Uh, <laughs> Fantastic. All good stuff there. Um Snickers would be my go-to candy bar. Snickers is your go-to. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have recently started to eat Kit Kats. Mm. I really like those, but I'll take a Milky Way every time. Kit Kats, I like very good. Kit Kats a lot. Very good. Yeah. All right, and the final one. If you could get all of your family members to no- to donate to a charity, what would it be? I think I know the answer. Oh boy, I don't know. Yes, you do. What would it be? Wouldn't you want to do something with the old retired racehorses? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, probably like old friends farm would probably be. I thought you'd come up with that immediately. See, I've had time to think of something because I know the question. So when you're human fun would be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Here's the deal. Sylvain's right. In the grand scheme of things, retired racehorses in the grand scheme of this world is not that important. True. When it, kids are suffering, you know, cancer is such a bad thing. That's probably where the money should go. Well, mine was St. Jude's. Yeah, I think that's probably I don't, much better. There's a better charity anywhere than that. That's probably true. I've known a few people that's kids had cancer and luckily recovered and they went to St. Jude's and didn't have pet dime. So that's again, in the grand scheme of the world, I know there's a horse racing thing, but yeah, that kind of thing is more important. I'm sorry. So I'm with you. Yeah. I would, I would love to have, that's why I, I get so aggravated at these, these millionaires, billionaires blowing all this money on rockets, mm-hmm. you know, billions of dollars on rockets. When they, why don't they donate that money to St. Jude's? Yeah, I agree. Just pissing it away for what? Yeah. If you're going to do that, then give it to something that, you know, is so beneficial. Uh What's the other one? The, the Shriners have something too. What's it? The Crippled Children. Crippled Children Fund is yeah. really good. But St. Jude's, fabulous uh, organization. Just fantastic. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I think that's I think that's the good answer. I really do. I think that's that's it's not the only answer, but that's that's a really good answer. That's yeah. what I'd have to do. As well. And and JL's 
you know, he's he's got the same idea there. The Make a Wish program is fantastic. Yeah, uh, those things are so so good uh, because those of us that are healthy, we 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 don't realize how lucky we are. Well, I mean, listen, you talked about it, not to bring it up, but like you know, your dad, my granddad has cancer, and he's he's sixty five. That's that's too damn young for cancer. Okay, yeah, for sure. But think of an eight year old has it. You know, uh, so that's think just think of the parents. Exactly. So, yeah, I think that it, that's... it's just absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah. And uh, it, it's just a it's a great organization. Yeah. Because uh, you take a kid there and, and a lot of these young people that have babies that are, you know, six years old, seven years old, they don't have any money. Yeah, they don't have good insurance. They don't. They can't pay for this, and they don't have to worry about it. They go down there and they take care of them, and the success rate is pretty good. So, yeah. Now I love this one. This is a good one, Dennis coming through. I uh, got another one. He says, "What was your first ever alcoholic drink when you were of age?" No, he said, "And were you of age?" Oh, I'm sorry. And we're I, listen. I've been on the hour for or on the on the air no. for four straight hours, Dennis. Can't read. Okay. Well, if you weren't of age. No, I was not of age. Nobody is of age for their, well, goodness may have been, but your first alcoholic drink. No. But uh, my, oh, alcohol drink. Well, it's beer. I mean. Just beer? Yeah. I'm trying to think the first, oh, it was probably a cheap bottle of wine, like, they used to have wine called Boone's Farm. Oh, yeah, they still have that. For a couple bucks back then. But what we used to do, um, well, we used to drink cherry slow gin, too. Mm-hmm. But that cost too much money. We'd all have to get together and chip in money for that. <laughs> but when I was a kid, uh, of course, the alcohol age in Missouri was 21. What is it now? It is 21, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you could go to Kansas and you could buy beer at 18. Mm-hmm. It was 3-2 beer, which means it wasn't as potent yeah. as regular beer. So as soon as you turned 18, now you go to the casino when you turn 18. Right. Can't you get in a casino when you're 18? Yes. Okay, now you do that. But we used to go to... Kansas when we turned 18 and bootleg it back across the border for all our buddies and charge mm-hmm. extra. Problem was the cops kind of knew what you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember one night being a bunch of guys went over there and we, we bought like two cases, you know, cause we were going to give some to the rest of the guys when we got back and they pulled us over right at the border. <laughs> and we thought, Oh God, we're dead. You know yeah. what I did? He made us pour out every can, all 40 of them. <laughs> that happened to my friends once, too. They got pulled over, and I just made them pour it out. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's a good answer coming in. Fuzzy Navel. Mine was Smirnoff Ice, by the way. I don't know if they still make that. Uh, yeah, they do. That's good stuff. Uh, well, not that vodka, though. It was like oh. a bottle. So you get a six-pack oh, of it. I got you. Um, Fuzzy Navel, Labette Blue in college. Wild turkey when you were 16. Oh my god, that's not that's rough. Uh, it's hard. Dog 2020, 
19, the first time I was drunk. Mike's Hard Lemonade, Black Cherry, I've had that. Yeah, I yeah. used to drink that when we were kids as well. Heather loved Canada for the drink. So, yeah, you could go to Canada when you were 18 and drink as well. Oh, you um, could? Yes. So she, she would go there. I'm not sure what the first drink was. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So there you go. All right. That's it. Ooh. I got to go. 7-7 uh, seven, yep. seven now. Oh. How about that? Well, yeah, he's in a little bit of – he's going to have to squirm a little bit here. So him and him and uh, Slim are both going to have to squirm. Najee's got 24 rushing yards right now. Samich has got uh, under 19, and so they're at 14 and still got a whole quarter to play. Mm -hmm. uh, not looking good. Let's see. Final check on the Astros, and then we're going to get off here. But you're in good shape. Astros are behind 2 nothing at the end of 6, and I'm up 27 to 10. So, all right. Once again, this game's going just the opposite of what I thought it would. Yeah, I know. I thought the Astros would be ahead two to nothing. So, anyway, that's betting. All right, guys, we're gonna get off of here finally. Go me. Uh, anyway, all right. Um, all right, guys, we will see Thanks. you. We're going to do this on Sunday night, I believe, next time because yes. I'm going to take a small vacation next week. I'll probably be on the road Monday, so we're probably well, going to do it Sunday. And Friday. So keep that in mind. Sunday and Friday. So, all right. We're getting off of here. This is it. It's all over. All, all right. right. See you next week. See you guys. Like this is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit.